Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. What's the future of office space like? Workplace expert Unispace recently announced their acquisition by Asia Focus private investment firm PAG. This will give PAG a 100% equity stake in the business. It's a deal that will allow for more specialized expertise in workplace design and delivery at a time when workplaces are adjusting to what's perceived to be the next thing for office space, hybrid office space. The deal will also drive Unispace's expansion into new markets like India. Time now to meet Toby Rackinson, Managing Director Asia for Unispace. Welcome to the show, Toby. Good morning. Hi, Michelle. Thank you very much for having me back on your show. So there's been so much in the headlines of banks giving up office space. And at the same time, you know, we're seeing tech giants like Alibaba or Amazon take up office space here in Singapore. Broadly, Toby, what does the pandemic mean for the future of office space? Um, I think this is a, that's a great question. I think we're all grappling with this, this right now. Um, in many ways, it's actually the golden era of design and, uh, and workplace. Um, what we're seeing is companies face, um, you know, a, a, a raft of challenges. How do you connect with your employees? How do you connect your employees to the to the, to the values and vision of the uh, of the organisation? But also, how do you look after people's well-being? How do you get them back into the office safely? Um, and and at the same time, um, support the your, your employees' needs to the best of to the best of um, all of our abilities. So there's a lot of different there's a lot of different drivers. I think what we're seeing at Unispace in particular um, is that people are spending a lot of time thinking about what the office means to their employees. I think it's not walking into the office, sitting down and doing your work. I think it's more about having your, your employees come in to connect, to socialize, and really build that human, that human touch. Um, that, I think that's probably what we're seeing most of. And what are some of the ways that companies are trying to recalibrate the workplace uh, to account for both global recovery and more people going back to work and, you know, increasing realization that we have to take care of things like indoor air pollution, for example, sure. indoor air quality. So how are companies recalibrating workplaces? I think, I think, I mean, if you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, you just touched upon, I mean, the, the key, the base level is safety. How do you get people in safely? How do you get them to, 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 to breathe pure air? How many people can you get into one space now? Um, so I think there's a lot of time has been spent on that. I think we're starting to move through that now. And we're now starting to get to the, to the I suppose, phase two, if you like, which is, um, which is how can we design spaces more impactfully to allow people to, 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 to have selection of the best place to do their task, to want to come back into the office to mm. sort of lay their fears, um, which is which is quite exciting, really. Again, for, for designers um, and workplace consultants who've been we've been doing this for a long time, and, and I think some of the challenges have been fairly consistent. Now this is new, this is exciting, and, you, and you're right. You mentioned financial services in particular downsizing. Um, so yeah, we're seeing that, but at the same time, they have to support their employees and give something back. So how can the space work harder for them? So I suppose it's that, again, that cultural and human element meeting the commercials. How can we save some money? Um, and, and therefore, from a design point of view, how can we make the space really vibrant and support that innovation, socialization, and connection? And, and um, we are seeing different sectors approach it in different ways. Uh, we've recently done a, a project for, within the life sciences sector for, for Boston Scientific. Um, they, they haven't been reducing spaces. I think what we've seen is that, that 
that life sciences is um is, is a really dynamic and, and growing sector um and they're having to to meet the health requirements but also support their teams um which i think is quite exciting and yet some things stay the same, you know, when it comes to engagement at the office space, for example, companies always thinking about how to, to maximize employee engagement uh, with design and space, uh, thinking about space. I was reading about how Lego is reserving its most precious office space for its most creative people. But from what you're seeing, what about workplace design and delivery needs to change to ensure sustained engagement? I think what the team at Unispace have been working on is ensuring that you you are, you have the right sort of frameworks from a leadership point of view um, to understand where the company's going, then also understand what your employees' needs are uh, and making sure you meet that. So having having I think the the thought process at the beginning is very important. Once you have this type of information, you can then start to to relate it. To, to the actual space. What are your employees? Is it more spaces to collaborate? I mean, if we've learned anything from this pandemic, mm-hmm. that it's the human connection is the most important thing and people are going to come into the office to, to, to connect. They need to have the, the, the right sort of dynamic spaces to, to incorporate that. Mm-hmm. I mean, many, many people, the hybrid work, which you mentioned at the beginning, it's, it's, it's really a very interesting sort of dichotomy right now. Many people want to work from home. Many people want to come back into the office. What's the right balance? Do you... You don't want to force your employees to come back in, but you want to make sure that they're engaged. How, how do you manage this in this in this new sort of mixture of technology and physical workplace? Um, and that's um, I think that thinking at the beginning, then conveying that thought process through to a to a very strong design that's functional as well as aesthetic uh, and incorporates different places is, is really the key to that. Um, I mean, at, at Unispace, we've done projects in more than 200 cities globally. We have 600 people. We're in 48 cities, so we have a, a raft of experience um, across multiple sectors. Um, we've got a lot of experience in the legal sector. Mm-hmm. Uh, funnily enough, a lot of the more conventional and conservative sectors seem to be really pulling themselves forward very, you know, very quickly and developing workplace strategies you know, at a faster pace than maybe some of the more traditional sectors. Well, given all that experience, what are you seeing companies do to lead the way to creating excellent workspaces? What are some strategies companies can depend on to facilitate change? I think it's important to remember that all companies are at different stages and the journey will not be the same for each and every one. Um, it's a bit like a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, all, we're all different and individual, and you have to cater to that. Um, some of the things we are seeing are are really, um, we're seeing a mixture. Hybrid work has become a big one. How can you, how do you, you know, if you can begin to do focus work, you can do that from home. Obviously, in multi-generational homes and, and certain cultures, that's, that's, not, um, that's not as easy. Young kids running around, we all face that one, uh, for sure. Um, but that, that mixture of hybrid meets the office. I think, um, again, not thinking about the work as a place to come in, sit down and do your eight or ten hours of focus work, but to think about it, to come in there and connect with your employees, to innovate, to brainstorm. I mean, coming brainstorming over video conferencing is extremely difficult, verging on the impossible. Um, <laughs> How do you, how do multifunctional teams, you know, collaborate together yeah. in these environments? You have to be back in the office to do that. So what does Unispace provide to help companies um, do this? What sort of resources do you have available for companies? 
So we have, um, as I said, a vast amount of global experience. Um, so we have a strong strategy team to help mm-hmm. companies, I think, formulate their position. Um, we have a best-in-class design team. Um, and again, we've, we've very specialized in certain sectors, financial services, legal life sciences, uh, across multiple geographies and cultures, uh, to help translate that, that those learnings into a, into a design. And then we have a very strong, we call it delivery, but so we, we then go in and ensure that that, that, that that workplace and design element translates into the final, the final office. So Unispace has been acquired by PAG. We know PAG yep. manages around $40 billion in assets for more than 150 institutional investors from around the world. So what does PAG's backing really mean for Unispace for 2021? That's a very exciting time for us. Um, I mean, the backing is, it's, a, it's I suppose, an endorsement uh, of, our, of our first decade and, and our commercial model uh, and our brand. Um, it really is going to position this world to grow across across globally, but in particular across the APAC region. Um, we, yeah, we're very excited. It means, um, I think, I think a whole new injection of, of thought leadership, of uh, of capital, and uh, and of ambition. And and how will this deal help grow Unispace in global markets like India, for example? Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, PAG has, you know, has a lot of expertise that we can tap into. Um, it has, um, you know, it's an Asian organization, which is very exciting for us here uh, as, we, as, we, as we grow our business. I know that Asia is a key growth market for, for, for PAG and Unispace. So, so we're looking forward to collaborating together to, 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 to build it, you know, in, a, in an ambitious way, for sure. Well, thank you very much for your insights as always, Toby. Yeah, nice to speak to you, Michelle. Thanks. Thanks again. That was Toby Rackerson, Managing Director Asia for Unispace, giving us a sense of how companies are recalibrating their workplaces and how workplace requirements are changing in this era of global recovery with more people heading back to work. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.